All right, guys, a lot of dads lose their cool when they're parenting. And we yell because it feels like it's the only way for our kids to listen to us. But we almost always regret it. So if you wish you had a better way to put your foot down, you want to download the new podcast roadmap. We went back, found the 10 episodes that are going to train you to stop losing your temper. You listen to them in order, you let the lesson sink in, and within 10 days, you're going to start to be that calm, level-headed guy that your wife and kids respect. So head to thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. It's simple to use, it's free, and everyone in your house is going to be better for it. Thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. This is the Durable Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Geary. This show is going to give you the skills and tools you need to be a rock-solid man for your work, your community, and most importantly, your family. All right, what's up, guys? Episode number 12 of the Durable Dad Podcast. Uh, Today... It is Tuesday, May 23rd, and tomorrow I turn 40, so pretty pumped about that. Going to be celebrating, taking the most of the day off, got a couple things I need to do in the morning, but going to take the day off, get on a hike. In the evening, going to spend some time with my girls. We're going to go fishing, which is not something that I typically do. I don't know how to fish, and I'm not a fisherman, but it's something I want to learn. So the goal this summer is to fish three times, and the first time I'm going to fish is on my 40th birthday. That's what I got going on over here today. We are going to be talking about this pattern that we have as humans of blaming our emotions on other people's behaviors. So we're talking about expectations, the expectations we have for other people. And it kind of piggybacks off of last week's episode when we got into boundaries. Basically, we think if people acted differently, the people in our lives, if they acted differently, that life would be better. Life would be easier. We would feel better if everyone just acted accordingly. And these kind of expectations would look like if my employee would just be more proactive or if my colleague wouldn't talk so much during meetings, if your wife wouldn't vent about their busy day or yell at the kids so much, if your kids would listen and clean up after themselves and not fight with their siblings and go to bed on time, right? All of these are expectations we have for other people. And if they just followed them all the time, yeah, maybe life would be easier if everyone in the world just acted the way we thought they should. But that's not how the world works. People usually don't act the way that we expect them to. So instead of fighting that, we got to think about the thinking cycle. This is something that we talked about in an earlier episode that our thoughts create our feelings. So other people's actions are outside of the thinking cycle. Our emotions were responsible for them. And when we can take ownership of our emotions and detach them from how other people are behaving, we have more power in our response. Right? The thinking cycle, our thoughts create our emotions, our emotions fuel our actions. Our actions are our response. And if we can own our emotions, we can slow down our response and decide how we want to. But if we're blaming people for how we feel, 
then we're going to feel out of control because we can't control those people. So we're going to call these expectations playbooks. I like calling them playbooks because I like to think of it as like a coach. You're an NFL coach and you're holding this playbook and you open it and it's got plays for all the people in your life. All these players should be playing a certain way, should be doing what your playbook has mapped out for them. And it looks like a lot of shoulds and shouldn'ts. So we're going to start identifying these playbooks and separating our emotions from them. And this isn't to say that we don't get triggered, that we don't get frustrated, that we don't get annoyed, but we want to have the emotional awareness to separate it out, to let their behaviors not dictate how we feel. So one place where I used to let my wife's behavior create my frustration before I recognized my playbook for her was when she would lose stuff. And she has a tendency to misplace keys, IDs, credit cards, and have to reorder those a lot. And we've been together for 13 years. And this pattern that she had earlier in our relationship, I would let it get to me. I would let it frustrate me because I had a playbook that she shouldn't lose things. She should keep track of her stuff better. This shouldn't happen so often. And I would get frustrated. I would get annoyed. When I would help her look, I'd be grumbling about it. So when I recognize that I had this playbook for her, that she shouldn't be losing stuff, I can decide what I want to do with it. And I don't know, it reminds me of, you know, you love your partner for everything that they are, even their shortcomings. And Brenda's an awesome person and like really successful outside of losing stuff. But this one thing, this little shortcoming she has of not being very responsible with her stuff, I was letting it get to me. And with that playbook, when I've started to loosen up on it and drop it, I can come to those situations with a little more levity and a little more laughter. And when she loses stuff, we can go looking for it, but not with that tense, frustrated emotion and energy around the house. We can laugh at it again. And I mean, right when we were going to Austin to adopt our daughter a couple months ago, she didn't have her ID and we had to bring the passport and it wasn't something where I was on her case about it. So what playbooks are you holding for your wife? And are you going to want your frustration to be connected with her behavior? And Sometimes it's hard to differentiate and break this attachment with our wife's behavior and our emotions, but it is possible. There's a thought in between how they behave and how we feel. Uh, Another example of this shows up a lot with parents. And I know for me, my parents, I have this really thick playbook that they shouldn't work so hard. Parents are getting older and they own their own business and they've worked super hard their whole lives, long hours over the weekends. And when they're still doing it, I think that they should be scaling back. I think that they should be taking more vacations. I think that my dad shouldn't be working six days a week anymore and he should take half days off. And I tell him this, right? When I have this playbook and think they should be acting a different way, I tell them all the things that I think they should do. And when my mom calls and says she's working on a Saturday until five, I let that frustrate me and make me bummed and sad and disappointed because I think she should be acting a different way. 
So we do this a lot with our parents. I think we start thinking that we know what's best and we need to give our parents advice. But truly, my mom and dad have been running a business for 40 plus years and they've done a really, really good job. And I can just honor that and let them be who they are. Because when I talk to my mom on a Saturday and she's working, if I start thinking that she shouldn't and I hold on to my playbook, then I'm going to be frustrated and I'm not going to get to connect with her and talk about fun things that are happening in their life and in our life. And then our relationship suffers because I'm not disconnecting her actions with my frustration. So those are playbooks that I've recognized expectations for my wife, for my parents that I wanted to let go of. But we don't always want to let go of our playbooks. Sometimes we want to keep them. Let's say we have that employee that we want to be more proactive and take more initiative with their work. That's the playbook that we have for them. That's the expectation. And when they don't meet that expectation, this could be a playbook that we don't want to just get rid of. We want our employees to grow. We want to be a leader that can nurture our employees and help them take it to the next level. What we want to notice with this playbook, how we work it in here is that when the employee doesn't meet expectations, we don't have to let it get us frustrated. We separate out the employee's actions from our frustration. And then we want to communicate our playbook. A lot of the times we'll hold them close to our chest. We'll let someone else's behaviors get us frustrated and we won't even tell them that we have different expectations in their meeting. So this happens in the workplace a lot. So we communicate to our employees, to our coworkers, to our teams, what the expectations are. And once we communicate it, if they still don't meet those expectations, that's when we look into creating boundaries like we talked about in the last podcast. But the big thing is that the employees, our team, people at work, their behaviors don't create our frustration, don't create our annoyance. We don't have to let it eat at us. So separate that out. So another example that I'll give is a playbook that I see a lot of guys carry around, and it's that their wives should appreciate them more. And when we walk in the door after a long day's work, or we've been with the kids and our wife gets home from work, a lot of us have this playbook that they should acknowledge our efforts and our work and that we did a great job. And that is a playbook. And it's a playbook that I see leading to a lot of tension in relationships and a lot of fights. So in this case, we're looking for external validation that we're doing a good job. And this the underlying thing here is that a lot of us don't appreciate ourselves. So I know one thing for me is that my wife will acknowledge that I'm doing a good job. Hey, nice work today or whatever it is. And I won't even believe her. I like won't even feel it myself that I did enough or that I did a good job. So this playbook that we should seek appreciation from the outside is something to look out for, see how it shows up for you, because we can get really defensive when we hold on to that playbook. All right. So what do we do with these? What's the work here? What I want you guys to start thinking about is pick one person. Pick one person in your life that you want to make your relationship better with or someone that you think is ticking you off and write out your playbook for them. 
And what that looks like is, what do you want that person to do? What do you want that person to be? What do you want that person to say? And you write it all out. That's your playbook. Next step is you kind of flip the script and you're like, if they were acting that way, how would you feel? If they were doing everything that you wanted them to, how would you feel? It's probably a better feeling. And we think, our brain's going to try to think that their actions, if they changed, then I would feel different, but there's a thought in between. So what would you be thinking in between? Once you identify that thought, you can choose to throw away your playbook and start believing that thought, or you can choose to keep your playbook. Like Maybe you want to be frustrated. Maybe you want to be disappointed about this person's actions. And in that case, you can communicate it to them. You can set boundaries around your playbook, but just acknowledging that the other person's actions aren't creating the emotions inside of you is going to allow you to think clearly and be able to discern what's in your control and what's out of your control. This is the stuff that makes a durable dad. It lets us be the calm in the storm. People can be acting like idiots. People can be saying stupid stuff and we don't have to get frustrated. We don't have to waver because we know we can own our emotions and choose how we want to respond. So that's what I got for you guys today. If you guys are digging this show and you like what you hear and the stuff is hitting home, give us a review on iTunes or on Spotify, five stars, write a review. It really helps spread the word and get this stuff to other guys. We can have a really big impact when we start doing this mindset work and this emotional work. Write a review. would really appreciate it. That's it. Have an awesome day and catch you next week.